So, all right, guys, raising amazing community. We got COVID. Yeah, who hasn't gotten COVID? Everyone's well, got COVID. <laughs> I guess everyone's got COVID now, but I worked so hard to not get it, and we got it. I know. Every, it's The last couple of weeks have been crazy. Mama. Welcome, parents, to Raising Amazing. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Gator-Warsh, board-certified pediatrician specializing in integrative medicine. And I'm Serena Vincent. I'm an actor, writer, and new mother. Join us in learning and laughing as we navigate through the messy path of parenthood. And together, let's begin Raising, Raising Amazing. Dada. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should feel bad about this. Literally, probably 95% of the practice had COVID the last month or two. It was just so contagious. Everybody's gotten it. Most people, it was pretty mild. So that's, you know, a good thing for most people. It was like a, a cold or like a very mild symptoms. So that that's good. But it was very contagious. So you, I don't think you should feel bad at all because um, it seems like, you know, I've never been so busy in the office as I am right now or have been the last couple of weeks. It's getting a little better now, which is nice. Well, you know, it seemed to calm a little bit. But, but I mean... You know, on some days I might have a couple of patients in the morning and there were like 20, 30 patients each half a day for a while. But just like, we have COVID, we were exposed to COVID, we have COVID. It, it, it was not so. It, yeah, well, <laughs> I know. And I was part of your problem <laughs> because I, problem. I think I texted you or emailed you or messaged you at, in, at like four o'clock in the morning because I was scared. And, you know, here's the thing. We talk so much about health and wellness and all the things, and I actually do the things that we talk about, right? Mm -hmm. I eat the way mm -hmm. we talk about. I take the supplements and knock on wood. Thank God, universe, whatever you believe in. Mm -hmm. We have a really healthy baby, mm -hmm. which is all that matters. So he's never been on an antibiotic. Mm -hmm. He's never had an ear infection, never had any of the things. So this was really scary to me. Mm -hmm. He yeah. had never been so sick. And I thought, and then I got it. First of all, I don't know how we got it. I have no idea how we got it. Who knows? Um, but then I got it, and then I couldn't take care of him. Well, I did take care of him. But, I mean, he was, like, coughing in my mouth mm -hmm. all, all night. Yeah, that'll do it. But I remember when I took him into you, you were like, oh, he looks fine. I was like, wait, what do you mean he looks fine? <laughs> he's <laughs> he's very sick. Mm -hmm. But I, I, you know, I guess I don't, thank God, know what very, very sick looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I, I learned a lot about parenting um, in this uh, time. And then, um, yeah, my God, we all got it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really good point. And, and I think it's an important thing for, for especially new parents. That, that it, it's a hard thing to go through the first illness, whatever it is. You know, usually you're not going through COVID for your first thing. I mean, now maybe people are. But before it was you weren't worried, so worried about infection that we are now. So it's like your first illness with a kid Plus it's COVID, then your mind goes to all the horrible places. I mean, that's just how it is logically right now. That's how people, you know, think. But the reality of what a parent is worried about and what a, a doctor or a nurse you know, is worried about is, are very different things in general. Mm -hmm. And even uh, a parent who's a first-time parent versus a you know second or third-time parent, it's completely different because you don't have a frame of reference the first time your child gets sick, right? You have no idea. That is the absolute worst thing that has ever happened. And, it, you know, you have no idea where it's going to go or it's going to... Right. Haven't, you haven't been through the cycle where it's like, okay, they're sick, they look horrible, they're on the couch, they're miserable, they have fevers, and you don't really have the frame of reference of, okay, after another day or two, they're going to be totally back to normal and running around and playing. No. You know, that's, yeah, I didn't you, have that you, at you all. You don't have that. But yeah. if you have a kid that's had 15 viruses and your other kid had 10 other viruses and your third kid, 
it has a cold, you're like, whatever, you know? And that's when it's like the third parent, you know, you're like, why didn't you call me two weeks ago for that thing? But the first kid, the wind blows the wrong way and you're all worried. And that's fine. That's how you're supposed to be. Right? Yeah. But that's, that's normal parenting. But you, you have to give yourself some, uh, you know, ability or no, you have to give yourself some leeway to, to be worried. That's fine. You're supposed to be worried. You don't know. Yeah. Different. It's, it's very different for me because I see kids every single day all the time that are sick. So, you know, there are different levels of sick to me. Right. And if I see a kid that's kind of smiley sitting there walking around talking to me, pretty happy, but having fevers and a cough and running nose, it's like I see that 10 times a day. And, you know, 9.999 out of 10 times, those kids are fine. So I'm not really worried about that kid as opposed to the kid that's lethargic and having trouble breathing and, you know, really far down the chain of, of not feeling good. Right. So there's a big difference. <laughs> but so to me, when I see, you know, like what, what you were going through, that's nothing. I mean, it's, I would put that out of like a two out of 10 you know, in terms of worried or three or four out of 10, but for you, it's a 10 out of 10. Oh yeah. And that's completely reasonable. It's oh, just a different frame of reference. Sleeping next to me. And mm-hmm. he was like wheezing and like, and like his, like, I felt like I could hear his like lungs gurgling mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, super high fever and, um, just all, you know, all, all of the things I couldn't like keep the fever down. And then, um, and then, you know, I got it. And then I realized how bad I felt. Mm-hmm. And then that made me feel even more sad for how bad he was feeling. And then I think that, like, he was getting it before I knew he had it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he was acting, like, crazy and, like, just, you know, ornery and um, arguing everything. And um, and then I felt bad because, really, his little body was just, like, he was just, like, achy. You know, mm-hmm. he can't communicate yet. Like, oh, I have a headache or I'm achy. Mm-hmm. I also think that COVID is weird. It isn't. COVID is weird. It isn't just like a cold. It doesn't feel like a cold and it doesn't feel like a flu. It feels like something in the middle. Mm-hmm. It, like it's, the th- it's different. I mean, it, it, the, thor- the throat is, the, it's like a very specific throat thing. For you. Okay, for me. Yeah. Everyone's okay. different. So that's the thing. That's what's so weird about it is is it reacts in people so differently. It's, yeah. There's no question this is different. And this is, when I had it, it, it felt different than anything I've ever had before but not super severe just weird just weird okay i mean just weird i don't know just i felt different you know usually when you feel sick it was like i don't know there was something just different about it and i I think that's maybe just because it's mutated or it's just just different than what we've had before and our body doesn't have a lot of history uh of knowing how to deal with it and and it's just different so your body's gonna react differently to a new virus yeah so i I don't know but I, i mean the good thing is you know it's also hard to put a frame of reference for a child, because yes, certainly some kids do get really sick, but that's not the norm. Most kids do just fine, and it's pretty mild for most kids, and most kids that I've seen has been very mild, which is good. So most kids, you know, a day or two or maybe three or four, and they're, they're back to 100%. The problem is, is in the middle of the night, when there's the fever, mm-hmm. and, it's, and everything is scarier at night, is like, as a parent, the words like most kids do fine, like... I think, well, what about the kid that doesn't? Mm-hmm. And if all of our kids are all of our kids, then, like, it, if one kid doesn't do fine, then, like, it's not okay. And then I spiral that way. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, I get. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not just easy to be a life. parent. But, it's not easy, but, that's, but, but that's the same thing for me. If Eli is not feeling good, it's like, you know, you, you, you automatically spiral to the worst-case scenario, and you have to just bring yourself back. But yeah. it's really hard to do that if you don't have a frame of reference and haven't been through five viruses before if you've never been through it you you don't know how would you know 
Yeah, no, and, I don't. And I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, de- it, yeah. It, and it's at the end of the day, it's a good thing. I mean, you want your kids to get sick and get better. You want to strengthen immune systems. You want them to be exposed to things. You know, viruses and bacteria are not by and large bad for you. They're just things that help strengthen your immune system. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you know, get super sick and go to the hospital, but that's not the norm, right? right. Kids get sick and th- there's a reason for that. So, you know, it's, it's a balance, but it's hard. <laughs> It's not easy. It's not easy to be a parent and see your kid being sick. I mean, that's one of the hardest things. But that's what we're there for, too, right? That's what the doctors are there for. And that's, you know, why you have a pediatrician, right? It's You have a pediatrician because our frame of reference is much more experienced than yours at kids being sick. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So I can tell you when to be worried. If you come in and I see your kid being super sick, then I'm going to be like, no, you need to go to the hospital. Yeah. So your job is to be worried. And, and if you're not sure, then you come in and then we take a look. And I'm like, okay, it looks okay. But if it, but there are kids where you come in and you're like, well, that's not okay hospital or you know you come in one day and it's like oh that looks fine and then three days later they look and worse and that's when you you do more so that that's where good communication is super important right okay because every kid gets sick every kid gets sick multiple times per year and your frame of reference is going to get better and better as they get older and it's also easier and easier as they get older because they can talk better um so they can tell you what's going on so Mm -hmm. that makes it a lot easier too but you you get that experience, but but that's where we come in. If it's like if it's outside of what you know or what you've seen, then that's when you check in and say like, hey, you know, this seems off. Let me just double check, and and you know, that's our job, really. Uh, <laughs> and I told you in the middle of the night, I don't think he's breathing well. And mm-hmm. you said to me, if you're telling me that he can't breathe, that I have to tell you to go to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. So I did this whole thing, like, are we gonna go? Or are we not gonna go? Am I being crazy? We did this whole song and dance, and then we didn't actually go. Mm-hmm. And then instead, we went to back to see uh, Dr. Tiffany, who's mm-hmm. the other doctor in your office. And um, she came outside. She saw him outside. And I really, really wanted her to listen to his lungs because and, like, look in his nose because I was afraid he couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And we were outside. And as she's looking at him, he starts racing Mike, like running <laughs> and, like, jumping around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, okay. And then I felt dumb. But, felt like, dumb. We, you know, me. a few hours earlier, I was like, we didn't take him to the emergency room. Yeah, no, I mean, the, yeah. Anyway. I, I think, well, I, I think parents always, you, know, you feeling dumb, that's normal, right? That's like, you're like, oh, no, I swear to God, they were looking horrible. But we know, <laughs> trust okay. me, like, they, this is not a new thing. You okay. know, especially at night, kids tend to look worse with a lot of these things. Um, and then, you know, the, but it's also, you know, half a day later, right? Like, you're, you're, you're seeing them at, say, 4 p.m. the day before, and they're having trouble breathing. Well, then you come in at, like, 9 or 10 o'clock the next day. That's like a many hours difference and for a kid you know most of their time their virus the whole thing is two three days so another half a day makes a difference makes a huge difference and and a lot of times they feel better during this so it's not a it's not a silly thing i mean we get that but that but that's a good thing if you come in and they're much better then we magically cured them and we feel real good and you feel real good and everyone feels (laughs) real good so we don't have to do anything it's fine okay great (laughs) you know that's fine like i don't i don't ever have a problem with that because we know that it changes so frequently over time um, but yeah, it, it, but that's also, a, it's a very hard thing at night, right? Because mm-hmm. you cannot assess breathing over the phone, right? You can like talk about it. You can look at someone's chest, you know, if you have like telemedicine type thing. It was so but, loud. It was yeah. like, it was, we have white, I have white noise going and he was mm-hmm. sleeping with me because I was trying to keep it sweet, which is now that's a whole thing. Now he mm-hmm. doesn't want to sleep in his bed anymore. Um, it's probably mucus. I mean, a lot of times, uh, you, we mistake, at home, you like upper respiratory, like nose congestion. You kind of hear that versus like true wheezing, which for the most part you can't actually hear it unless you listen with a stethoscope. So that's kind of a Good big differentiator. Know. So you 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 know you can see them like breathing really fast, and and 
you can sometimes hear wheezing if it's really bad, but usually like wheezing like you think of with asthma or those kind of things, you hear it with the stethoscope, not so much. You're just listening. What you're hearing usually is that like, the, you know, there's a like mucus and congestion in the nose and then you hear it kind of rattling all over and kids mm-hmm. are so small so you can kind of hear it everywhere and you can feel if there's a little mucus up here, but that's not generally, you know, like the asthma type wheezing. Okay. So yeah. it doesn't mean that that's, that you shouldn't get seen for that. It's just, you know, people always say their kid is wheezing um, when usually it's just more like mucus they just have a full nose kind of thing, and you hear that. Right. That's just the more normal, I would say. But it doesn't matter. It, if you're worried about breathing, you should get seen, right? And yeah. that's, that's the right thing. And that's where it's it's really hard. It's one of the toughest conversations at night that I have with parents because, you know, I'm generally, for the most part, pretty confident that it's okay not to get seen, but there's no way to know that. And I can't tell you if you're really worried to not go in because I'm not there seeing them breathing or listening. Right. So th- there's no possible way to be like, well, yeah, it's probably fine. Wait till tomorrow, and your kid's like there not struggling to breathe breathe and not getting oxygen and if you wait till the next day it might be too late so it's you know that's where sometimes it's parent instinct and intuition and you have to you have to choose i mean we can't choose for you sometimes you know you have to be worried enough to go in or not and and if a parent is worried enough to call me at like three in the morning then usually that that, that's already a signal that there's something going on because usually people won't message you at three in the morning unless they're really worried and if you're really worried then you should probably get seen yeah i was really worried Mm -hmm. i was really worried but everything's Okay. Should we talk about the things that we should be doing? I mean, for COVID, mm-hmm. I mean, I may, I have a girlfriend who actually she was on the show, Isla Collins, who um, Isla Collins, who she's the, the in COVID triage at Cedars, mm-hmm. and she was telling her experience when she was pregnant. Um, I was messaging her in the middle of the night, and she was like, "You got to take the Holy Trinity of mm-hmm. COVID, which is D." C and zinc, mm-hmm. right? Those are the big ones that have the research, at least. Yeah, and um, and then we also took tons of elderberry and some other crazy Chinese herbs. And mm-hmm. um, what's the spray? The throat spray, but um, colloidal silver. No, uh, it starts with uh, a like B. Honey spray. It starts with a B. Uh, oh, biocidin. Yes, mm-hmm. biocidin. Um, NAC. What NAC. Are, yeah. Yeah. N-acetylcysteine. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took those. Um, not, you, went not down the rab- you went down the rabbit hole. You did a lot. Not everybody does all that. I did it all. Yeah, you did it all. You I felt like shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had the fever, the chills, all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there are so many things that you can do for immune support that are not uh, well studied in terms of COVID. So, you know, everyone's got to discuss with their doctor Oregano what they oil. think. You know, but there, there are a lot of things that have uh, a lot of history with viruses just in general. So it's probably, you know, a lot of these things that you're mentioning won't cause harm they might so it's again everyone's got to talk with their own practitioner right. about it and you know we can't tell you what to right do that's what i sick, took that's what i took don't take it talk yeah. to your doctor <laughs> that's what's, but it's i mean it's, it's fine to talk about your own personal experiences nothing wrong with that it's just more about giving you know medical advice um but you know that worked for you you're here you're smiling so, yeah you know it worked out but you know you might most likely take nothing and you still would have been fine right so it's, it's yeah one of those things where but at the right. end of the day supporting your immune system is generally never a bad thing and and supporting your body through it you know it's, it's there's no reason why you shouldn't especially things like vitamin c dink uh, vitamin c zinc and and uh vitamin d there there is pretty good evidence around those things mm-hmm. that it helps decrease the the length and, and the severity um so why not yeah i did it maybe we did it before <coughs> we wouldn't have gotten it i don't know <coughs> no i don't think so okay I, thanks i, I, I have no idea how we got it still have no idea how we got it i think um, you could jump into a big vat of vitamin d and you could still get covid Okay. Um, it's very contagious, and it's one of those things. It's a virus, so you gotta get it. I mean, no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna avoid the flu the rest of your life. 
right? Like, there's no way. Coronavirus is 30% of viruses. It's, it's out there. It's a part of the deal. And this is a newer one, but, I mean, come on. There's no possible way if you don't stay in a bubble that you're not going to get it over two years. Okay. All right. Well, I don't <laughs> want any of the things anymore, and I don't want any of you to have them. And just a little nod to <laughs> all you parents out there who are dealing with sick kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Every sure. day makes me want to cry just thinking about it. Like, I, my heart goes out to you, like, truly, truly don't know how you do it. Mm-hmm. And it's scary, and, and I acknowledge, we acknowledge the fear, but I also want to remind everybody, you know, look at the statistics, especially with kids. Kids do very well. It's very rare they get very sick. It's not impossible, but it's very rare. So if you or your children get exposed to it, take a deep breath. It'll be okay. Um, and, you know, just support support through it. And, and you know, the stress is, is really the worst thing, you know, you right. can do at that time. It's just you got to take a deep breath. You got to take it easy. Uh, and let your body recover because, you know, almost all the time, almost every time you look at the numbers, especially with kids, you'll do just fine. And they'll be better in a day or two. They're resilient. Most kids do great. And if, if it's outside of the normal, then, of course, get seen, you know. But but the, the fear is the worst thing. So just remember, and it's hard to do when it's your kid and it's happening to you. But, you know, sometimes if you can step back for a second and remember the reality of what the overall numbers are, then that that can be really helpful and, you know, somewhat comforting at a time that's not very comforting. Well said. (laughs) All right, everyone. Stay healthy and keep raising the bar on yourselves so we can raise amazing children. Thank you all so much for joining us each week. Please be sure to subscribe to the Raising Amazing podcast so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram at Raising Amazing Podcast to catch any extra fun goodies for you and your kiddos. And if you'd like to submit a question to be featured on the show, you can send in your questions to RaisingAmazingPodcast at gmail.com along with your name and your city. That's it for us for now. We'll catch you next Wednesday on raising amazing. Happy parenting. May the force be with you.